Welcome back to 12 Ounces of Sobriety Podcast. I'm Pat Sharp here with my amazing co-host, Carson Waddell. Carson, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. We were just talking about this weather. It's killer. It's amazing. Um, I do hate that it's a product of, I guess we got the outskirts of a hurricane. I don't really know, but it cooled us down so much. And it's just, it's probably the nicest day we've had in six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so super, super uh, excited about that. Low 80s, sunny, no humidity. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, good. We, uh, you and I have both been, been crazy busy with work, but we, I think we both love it. Um, I got back from Connecticut last week. Uh, that was a, that was a very nice trip. I went to a, I know I mentioned on the last episode, uh, it's Greenwich, Connecticut, which is um, right next to Stamford. Um, for any Office fans out there, that is where Jim Halpert went to uh, to work for another Dunder Mifflin branch. Josh Porter. With Josh Porter. Um, so I felt connected to him. And he Ooh. met Karen Filippelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt I felt very close to him uh, when I was in Stamford, that, fictitious, uh, that fictitious character. Uh, but yeah, super, super great. Uh, very successful trip. And it was because I didn't drink. Got a lot of stuff done. It was it was great. Wonderful. We got a bunch to get to today. First off, alcohol in the news, real quick. Here's just a quick one. I didn't read the article, but it seems a little ridiculous. Captain Morgan enters alcohol free market with launch of Captain Morgan Spice Gold 0.0. Who's gonna drink? Captain Morgan with <laughs> alcohol-free Captain Morgan. Yeah, I mean, if it, it feels like it's a niche crowd, uh, I would because th- I mean, at least for myself, I'm not going to be venturing into that. Uh, no. I don't, I don't do, I don't do well with things that take it taste exactly like alcohol, but I'm not getting the effects. Like that does nothing for me. Maybe it's maybe it would be for someone who is like strictly on a diet. They don't have a drinking problem necessarily, and they're like. Hey, I want to. I I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 thinking out loud here. I I just love the taste of Captain Morgan. I mean, when I think of Captain Morgan, I can I I have about three or four specific nights playing in my head, and none of them ended well. Um, they they all eventually ended me ended me ended in me puking. Um, so that's what I think. I think throw up when I think Captain Morgan. No offense, but I Captain and diet phase in my early twenties for a while. On a camping trip one day, I drank a half gallon of Captain in one day. Mm, yeah, that's I that's started a lot. at eleven a.m. and finished about one a.m. Yeah, I did one of those at the beach, and I just walked around with the thing, and I had like this uh, pirate looking hat on. I was in my feels. I felt great about it. Uh, and and to be honest with you, I think fifty percent of the reason why I would drink any sort of rum rum is so that I could be Jack Sparrow and be like, why is the rum always gone? Gets them every time, right? It's, I've never seen a single Pirates of the Caribbean. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. We're going to have to delve into that another time. Okay. So well. next one, uh, the USDA, the Department U.S. Department of Agricultural Guidelines, um, are changing their recommendations to men should have no more than two alcohol Alcoholic beverages a day and one for women. Good luck. And kind of taken after what Canada does. Um, It says the previous limit was 15 weekly drinks for men or 10 for women. I mean, it's just pretty much the same. It's it's pretty close to that. It went from 2.1 a day to... 
This says two. most of the most of the benefits people attribute to alcohol, we feel they really have more to do with what someone's eating rather than what they're drinking. Well, and and we've said this. You talk about antioxidants. Right, take a vitamin, right? I mean, you you can get it other ways. I think, at least for myself, you know, the antioxidant uh, argument from wine it was fully a justification. Yeah, and and this says, you know, that uh, this comes as the study out of University of Michigan shows Ben's drinking is on the rise across the country in people thirty five to fifty, which is my age range. And it says in 2022 reportedly saw the highest prevalence of binge drinking ever recorded at 29% for that age group. Yeah. And in that sense, they started tracking in the early 1970s. Uh, meanwhile, those 19 to 30 are less likely to drink and more likely to use marijuana. What's the, and what's their uh, specific definition of binge drinking out of pure curiosity if they list that? It, it doesn't list it. Okay. I think it's five or more drinks in a setting. Okay. Is I believe what it is, but. Yeah. And I mean, if, if that, and if that's the, if that is the standard. 29% uh, of people binge drink between. I mean, I, f- I, I feel like and, it could easily be more than that. Cause I mean, I wouldn't have considered. Again. Who tells the truth well, on this yeah, shit? It's right. probably fifty percent, I would think. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, because I when I think binge drinking again, this is for myself, and this is coming from uh, a recovering alcoholic. Uh, you know, binge drinking for me, I mean, that's ten or more, give or take. You know, it's it's. I mean, it's a lot, maybe even more than that. To where I considered not, it's not the scientific definition. However, five drinks, I mean, that can that can happen pretty quickly uh, for a lot of happy hours and and. You know, just regular, like going to dinner and stuff. I mean, I'd probably have five beers in the first 20 to 30 yeah, minutes that's after what I'm work. Saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I binge drink every day. I mean, I drink at least a 12-pack a day, so. Yeah, and I, I was a, you know, two-plus bottle of wine a day. Even easy. when I wasn't drinking as heavily, I would still have at least three beers a day. And this is back years ago. Over the last, like, probably two years of my two or three years of my drinking career. It was it was at least a twelve pack a day. Before that though, I mean, there was a period of time where I had cut it back a little bit to where I'd be three or four beers, not every day. Some days a lot of days it'd be six, nine, twelve. But um, you know, which is still a lot. Yeah. Regardless of how accurate that 29% number is and what is deemed binge drinking. That's, uh, that's just about one out of one out of every three adult that is a been, you know, is a binge drinker. That's, that's a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of people. So, yeah. And, and that's short period of time where I said like, I, I, you know, three or four beers a day. That was only like maybe two years of the, yeah. of the 15 that I drank because I was a very heavy drinker. Then still a heavy drinker. I just wasn't during the week, not as bad, and then ramped it back up. So, anyways, uh, today our big topic that we are getting into, we are reviewing a video that is all over the place. It's easy to find. The one I watched was on the YouTube channel Law and Crime because I'm a big true crime person they do a lot of uh, i i love court cases watching hey, law court. Guy. you're a big law guy uh they do a lot of li- live court stuff and this happened last week a body cam footage 
was released. And the title of this video, if you want to go watch it on Long Crime, is called Body Cam. Oklahoma teacher shows up drunk on first day. This story's also been on a lot of news stories and things like that. I feel bad for this woman in that regard of the fact that this body cam footage has been blasted everywhere. Yeah. Because it, it, was, it was tough to watch. Think about like our lowest points of our drinking mm -hmm. and then just everybody can see you in that moment. That sucks. Well, and, and we'll obviously dissect uh, this video, but you think about how apprehensive she was to even walk outside of the office after she had been caught because she didn't want to be seen by her fellow teachers and her students, which I think just about anybody would be in the same mindset, but how fearful she was uh, to be seen in that in that predicament. And then it's blasted. When I when I watched, I think it had over two million views or, or just about two million. Uh, that's on one channel, on one streaming platform. Like God knows how many. It's views. at four point three million. Yeah, that's right a, now that's, that's a lot of people. And and then the news state like it's hard to quantify yeah, how many people have seen has this it. thing. So <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's the in this day and age. It's man, it's out there. We'll get into it. The lady's name is Kimberly Coates, C O A T E S. If you Google her name, you will find this story everywhere. She was a teacher in her early 50s. Yeah, I, she was like 53. 53. Yeah. yeah. And a t third grade teacher, first day of school. The body cam footage starts with a police officer in, in like a little conference room. Uh, and they, she walks in because they called her in there. And the either principal or superintendent, I I don't remember. There were, yeah, there were, there was a woman there who you could tell had a huge heart for for Kimberly, and she was being she was the woman was she really wasn't there the up. whole time. No, though. she wasn't. She I th I thought she left because she was getting emotional. I I could be wrong in that, but she was really having a hard time with this because you could tell that she really cared about Kimberly, and it seemed to be and and then the principal or whoever he was, but this guy was pissed. I mean, he was so angry. He so, was a, he was a catalog cut out of what a principal a disappointed principal looks like <laughs> yeah so so he, he didn't seem that pissed at first more concerned and so they bring her in there and the, the woman's like hey you know we're concerned something's off with you today you seem a little different have you taken any medications or anything and the police officer's just sitting there at this point and you know she said well i i took some medication last night to help me sleep um and they kind of talk about that a little bit, and then you could tell she was she was slurring her words. Mm -hmm. And the cop had mentioned, like, well, you know, that shouldn't affect you right now. And then she's like, well, I, I uh, took something from anxiety this morning. And he's like, so your story's already changing here. And this conference room doesn't have any windows or anything. So I'm thinking that it's 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. It is 3.30 it in the afternoon. Yep. And because at one point the cop looks at his watch and it's a military time and it was 15, 15 something, something yeah. or another. Yeah. I, and thought, so it's I like, thought the same right. thing. I thought it was the beginning of the school day. So but it's it around 3.30 and claims that she has a drink since the night before. Um, so the cop just automatically goes, hey, are you willing to take a breathalyzer? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And he asked her, it's like, um, will you blow, if you blow in this, is going to show zeros. And her answer is, well, I don't know. <laughs> but, 
I I was telling Pat before we pressed record watching this. It was it, it was hard for me to not almost get mad at her or or get annoyed or whatever you want to call it because what she was doing was so clearly um, she was clearly lying to them and they were very aware that she had drank. I feel like the principal and the and the officer were both trying to their best to be respectful and not to assume. However. All the signs pointed towards it, even before she blew, but it was just classic alcohol behavior and it, and it, and it was an extra cringiness for myself watching it because I've literally take away the context of being a teacher in the principal's office, but in a, in a different setting, I've been in that exact same situation with the, with the damn breathalyzer. I'm like, I don't know. Like, oh, it hurt. It hurts so bad to watch. So she, so they, she blows in the breathalyzer. Of course, she's like, I have no idea what I'm doing with this thing. And <laughs> I said that so too. She, How do I work this? Yeah. Right, you blow, you idiot. Yeah, the cop's like, you just blow like you're blowing up a balloon. <laughs> and so he takes it, kind of shows, he's like, so he goes, and he just looks at him and goes, you're lying to me. <laughs> and she's like, what, I, I, what? Uh, and he's like, you, you've drank since last night. She's like, no, I, I, I haven't drank. I mean. And he's like, you just blew a point two four. And of course, she's like, I don't know what that means. Is that a lot? And he's like, it's three times the legal limit for driving, which is point oh eight. Point two four. if you're not sure what that means, you are... You're pretty fucked up. Yes. I would say for me and my hate... It, it, now, granted, when you drink every day, you can have... you When you're a functioning alcoholic, you fucking you can drink a lot and have a 0.24. I mean, for me, probably drinking at least a 12 pack. I bet I would have a close to that. We are, we were, you and I, with our daily drinking tendencies, we probably towards the end of the night, were about anywhere from 0.2 to 0.28, something like that. Yep. Just about every single night. Yeah. 12 to 15 beers for me over a three hour period, four hour period would probably have me in about a 0.24. Yeah. Is my guess. Yeah. And, and if she, and like you just said, but if she were someone who uh, had just gone out, you know, one random night, she didn't drink a lot. That 0.24 would have looked way differently um, for someone who doesn't have as high of a yes. tolerance as her. Uh, she, she would have been, it would have been the most clear. It, it would have been clear as day as if it weren't already. Um, she, she wouldn't have been yeah. able to walk. You're drunk at 0.24. Like you, really, you drunk. are drunk. Yes. I'm, even in my heyday, if I'm blowing a point two four, I'm feeling pretty good. Like I, I'm having ideas of doing real stupid stuff, yes. and I'm thinking it's a good idea, like you know, jumping off a second story balcony or or throwing an egg at something. I and, mean, just something yeah. stupid. And I'm so, like, yeah, this will be funny to have a point two four at three thirty in the afternoon. There's just absolutely no chance that the last time you drank was three a.m. Negative because she claims it was. Say, well, how much did you drink last night? A lot. And then they're like, when did you have three a.m. and then he's like, "This no, that's twelve hours ago, lady. Like, yeah. you would you would be dead if you're yeah." And so, but but also every answer, none of it was uh, definitive. It was always should be or I think, and, and you know, and yeah. that's a classic sign of you, you're not speaking with um with conviction and 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 your answers like there you're clearly lying. You don't just forget, you know, when the last drink you took was, and uh, so, so and so yeah. The principal asks the the cop, you know, what do you think? And the cop goes, well, looks at the principal and goes, in my opinion, she's a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this lady's just sitting there like, um, okay. And so. She's like, bingo. So then the, the principal says, you know, can we get somebody to come pick you up? And the cop's like, yeah, you can't. Um, 
or the principal's like, obviously you can't drive. He'll pull you over and give you a DUI. And the cop says, or yeah, then that's when the cop goes, I won't even let you get in your car. I'll just arrest you right yeah, here. Yeah. If you walk to your car, I'm going to be sitting yeah. next to you and we're just going to arrest you there. Yeah. And so the cop's like, hey, um, can somebody pick you up? Then gets off. Then the cop checks her eyes. Like, get up for a second. Let me look at your eyes. And he just looks at her and goes, yeah, she's intoxicated right yeah. now. Yeah. And so... That's when the guy's like, all right, the principal's like, what's your husband's phone number? I'll call him. Come get you. And she, like, panicked. And this she's was, like, no. This was the part that was, at, in my, for me, it was the hardest to watch because she, it, it, it was, wasn't it was, for me because. It was making me mad. Well, okay, yeah. So I immediately, when she did that, it was like, so her husband either, two situations, doesn't know how bad of a situation problem she has, or two, he has been on her case about it lately. Yeah. And so it's one of the two. And they, the way she's like, oh, you can't call. No, no, you can't call my husband. I can't, you know. Like he, like there was any way out of this where he wasn't going to find out. Yes. And so that's what her thing was like. Okay. So, it, and you could see like the, we'll get into it more, but the, you know, wheels in her head were turning about how can I, Get through the situation without him finding out. And keeping my job. Yes. And being able to still drink. Yes. And so that's another thing. That's why I don't think her she wanted her husband know, because then it's like, okay, if he knows, then he's going to make me quit drinking mm -hmm. or get help. And I don't want to do yeah. that. It was it was anything and everything that she could have possibly done to have her cake, eat it too, and have seconds. And she wanted <laughs> everything else. She wanted to get out of there scot free. And and continue so, her drinking. And that's nobody a, know. <laughs> and at this point, she looks at the principal and she goes, uh, so am I going to be fired? No. Oh. And the principal doesn't even hesitate. He goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, because like, she was like, whose decision is that? He goes, it's my decision. Yeah, he goes, he just goes, yes, you're intoxicated around children yeah. at and, school. And, and you, can see, you can see on his face, his, his patience is yes. getting a little bit thinner that's and a little thing. bit thinner. As this video goes on, his patience for this situation and this woman deteriorate very 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 quickly and i don't blame him yeah. and he was composed but he he was i thought he was to gonna where, lose it eventually where the cop you can tell the cops dealt with drunk people before and he's got you know he knows the routine he knows that she's bullshitting yeah. them and this guy is just about to lose his mind and he so. lets her know he's like listen like here we are right now all you have to do from here on out is tell the truth i'm going to respect you i'm doing my best he told her point blank i do not want to hum humiliate you that is not what my job is he's being understanding mm -hmm. and honestly the 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 way that this should have ended is she gets fired she gets someone to take her home yes her husband finds out but that's it that's so, it she gets a citation well, she gets to the point now, then she like starts asking for ways that she can keep her job. And mm. they're like, no. And then the principal's like, you're just sitting here. You've lied to us this whole time. Yeah. We don't trust you. And she then she admits, she's like, well, I, I did drink on my way to work this morning. Again, it's 3.30 in the afternoon, lady. Yeah. And that's when the cop's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Or, you seemed fine this morning and you've progressively gotten worse, which mm -hmm. indicates and like, and she's just like, I don't know how that's, that's, that's possible. I, I, I don't, you know, and you, you're sitting there like, come on. Yeah. And that's like, you know, they keep saying, we think you've drank here today. And she's like, Oh no, no, no. They ask her at one point if they can search her car. And of course she's like, no, 
Yeah. And so, because who knows what was in there? Yeah. Knowing when I was in my heyday. I mean, I, I had, it would have been I bad news bottles, bears. Bottles on bottles of, of empties beers everywhere. everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And so, then the cop gets to the point that now they're like, all right, you either need to have somebody come pick you up or you're going to yeah. jail. No, well, no, he asked her, he goes, would you rather somebody pick you up or go to jail? No, I think actually, I'm sorry. She, He says, would you rather your husband come pick you up from school or from jail? Yeah, and she's going to find out regardless. And she looks at him and goes, well, neither. Oh. And I'm just like, and all I'm, right, But I'm also, we live in 2023. Call an Uber. Yeah, that was... Just find a way. Apparently, she had a friend who lived right down the road. Well, that that didn't come up until it was too late. Until <laughs> it's too late. And she was, let's see here. She lived in Stillwater, she said, and this was in Perkins, Oklahoma. Let's see what the distance is. I'm just curious to see the Uber. I didn't think about that until you just said that. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, I was, that, that was the thing I was thinking of. I was like, all right. In in the event that maybe, maybe you can find a way to, I mean, you'd have to lie to your husband, say so you got fired for a different reason, and not tell anybody, call an Uber and get your ass home. So from Stillwater, Oklahoma, where she said she lived, to Perkins, Oklahoma, where the school is, 11 miles. Mm. 30 right. bucks, probably. Yeah, I, don't I was going to say, I was going to say 20 to $30 uh, Uber in your home. And then you can game plan so, whatever and come back and discuss your employment, the future yeah, of your employment, they, a.k.a. your firing the next day. They keep saying, like, you got to call somebody here. And she's like, well, I, uh, and then finally she's like, I, she's like, I need uh, my phone. Can I go get my phone? And they're like, no, we'll go get it for you. And so the principal goes and comes back and it's over with a purse, her purse, because she's like, it's in my purse, I think. And. Comes back to their purse and just he is pissed, livid. He goes, "It's it. I'm done with these games. What's this?" And he slams down a empty blue cup that was probably a twenty ounce cup or yeah, so. Yeah, and uh, she's like, the cop picks it up and smells it, and he's like, "Yeah, the, what's been in here?" And she's like, "Oh, that was just my juice." <laughs> and he's like, "No, there's wine in there." Like, their wine residue at the bottom of this. And she's like, no, that was from yesterday. Then start saying it was from yesterday. So, wait, so you were drunk drinking yesterday yeah. at school yeah. in your As blue cup. Or anybody. Yeah, it, she's she's standing over the dead body with a gun in her hand and saying she didn't do it. Yeah. And this is where the he's just had it. And he's like, well, I, call somebody now. And she's like, well, I don't have my phone. And he's like, you said it was in your purse. She's like, no, I said it was on the table. <laughs> yeah. He's like, she's like, no, I said it was on the desk. And he like just oh, storms he's off. like, you bitch. He was so mad. And so he goes and gets her phone. And the cop like goes out in the hall while he does this. And then comes back in and notices that she wiped out the cop. Mm. And so Game now, over. The, now the cop's mad. So he's like, all right, stand up. You're under arrest. And. That's what she's like, no, 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 let me call a friend. I got a friend in town here that can come pick me up and all this stuff. And they're like, no, it's too late. It, 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 about 20 minutes had gone by for them, you know, of them honestly begging her to make it easier for yes. herself. And she did not do it. And finally, it was the final straw. There was no getting out of it, begging and pleading. And that was also sad from her standpoint, like watching her literally beg the cop. And he's like, no, it is over. Yeah. 
and he didn't waver. He's like, no, you've lied to me he this goes, entire I, he time. He goes, I, I should charge you for tampering with evidence. On top of all you've done is lie to me. I've tried my best to not humiliate you, not arrest you. X, Y, Z, you're done. And so then he has to radio somebody. He's like, hey, I need somebody to come transport her. And um, then she like starts freaking out about, well, can you take me out the back door? I don't want anyone to see me. And the cop at this point is like, I don't care anymore. Like, this yeah. is your fault. And the principal's done. He's just like, I'm out. So done. And so they finally cuff her. But I, the whole time, I think she thought she was going to manipulate her way out of it in true alcoholic yeah. fashion. And so they arrest her and, and they take her through the school. And she definitely, like, they go past the gym and there's people in there and past classrooms. And so I, I was kind of, it was satisfying to see that. People saw her being walked out in handcuffs mm -hmm. and taken there. But that was kind of like my thing is like, lady, either she was so scared to call her husband. So because it, and the honest reason I think is because then he would find out mm -hmm. that she has a problem, make her change her ways. And she doesn't want to do that. Yep. And instead, she's going to jail. And so you would think he's going to find out one way or the other. And so it was just. It was fascinating. Yeah, no, I think the moral of that story is, especially for me and you who can truly relate to something like this and having a, a, the same issue is, and, and granted, I don't know the answer to this, but I bet you uh, from what we saw, she, if she could, she had the choice to go to jail and be able to keep drinking versus not go to jail and not be able to keep drinking, she probably, probably would have chosen the former. Like, let's get jail out of the way so that yep. I can continue this because- if you're in active addiction, the only the, the number one thing, the most important thing is to be able to continue using or drinking or whatever your drug of choice is. It, I hate to say it, but it is the truth. Your, your, your mind is so altered and your your entire being surrounds around this one thing. And that is the ultimate this is the most important thing. To you. And it, it shows your mindset when you are in active addiction like that. Is you don't think of anything in the future. You only think in the now. You don't think about like this decision is going to lead to this or you only think about, all right, right now, what's happening right now. And her whole thought process was like, oh, well, I need to get out of this. I'll figure everything else later. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why I think she was thinking like, OK, um, I can fool my husband. And. If he doesn't find out about this and then I'll have to just not drink anymore because I'm on the radar. So I'm not going to have to not drink before school anymore. That's probably going to be tough. However, I can just try to get through my days. I can start crushing it whenever I get home. And that's just how I'm going to have to do for a little while. And then I bet you and again, granted, this is a this is in an alternate universe, but at least in my thinking, it would have been, hey, maybe I can, you know, I'm on heat, you know, the, the radar's up right now. Um, a lot of heavy heat. They're looking out for me, but maybe if I can go by like, you know, a month or so, I can be a good boy and I only drink on the nights. I can probably start pulling off some, uh, at least less alcohol during the day. Well, and keep my cool. You don't get to a point where you are at point two four at three thirty in the afternoon on a work day. Just that being her first time drinking at school. Oh yeah. Like, uh, and she's it's been, the thing. Yes. It's a huge thing, and she's probably been all summer long drinking every day, all day. I'll stop whenever school starts. Yeah. Oh, wait, school's here. Damn it. 
All right. Well, and here we go. Drinking her wine, and she's like, oh, you know, I'll just have some here and there, but I, obviously it's caught up to her. Now, here's where, here's my hope for, is that she takes this and gets help. And if she gets help and gets sober and does some of the things that we've done, she'll look back on this and think, I'm glad that I was caught because mm-hmm. it changed my life. Now, Not to mention the kids she was teaching. Yeah. It's probably it, definitely better for them as well. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she'll be at a meeting, 12-step meetings, and she'll talk about, I, you know, I was so wrapped up. I was I was a teacher drinking while I was in school, and everybody will understand that. And she'll talk about how grateful she is to, to be sober. Able, and I'll be able to teach again. I doubt, no, I doubt that's no, going to no, be a no. thing. And so she, uh, but she can work through it and she can turn things around easily. She just needs to, to do the work and, and get the, she needs to get the help first. Yeah. And then if she wants to, she, she'll be able to look back on this and be like, okay, that sucked. Now that's another reason I feel bad that this audio cam is just all over the place because, you know, that sucks for her. It does. Even if she gets sober and gets help, like, that's always going to be there. Like, yeah. ugh, I would hate, you know, knowing that that's out there and that at any point anybody can Google her name and find this body cam footage and see it, probably her lowest point of her life. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's, but it's it's fully up to her, despite how grueling these circumstances probably are for her. Um, you got one of two choices, and, and you know, I know we're both hoping that she uh, she gets after it and puts in the work and and completely transforms her life, but I guess time will tell, uh, and we likely won't know the you know, the aftermath of all of this. But yeah. this is a pivotal point in her life, uh, and um, you know this is it's bad, but it it is it is correctable, and she can come back from it. And what's crazy is the cop that. wasn't there to arrest her. No, he was just there. Like I'm guessing he's a school resource officer. Would be my guess. Be by the way, it sounds of him like having to call somebody to come and get the um, have a transfer vehicle, mm-hmm. and then he was also calling the pre- the principal by first name. Yeah, you could tell they this wasn't their first. Run yeah, with so each other. that's why I think maybe he's just he's a school resource officer now, and so I think they just had him in there. He had the breathalyzer, and I was like, all right, you know, and talking to her, and then she had every opportunity just to get a ride and, and be done with it. And this video wouldn't have gotten out either then because no. whatever. Instead, she tries to lie and manipulate her way out of the situation, ends up getting arrested, and now this everybody is a much bigger knows. deal than it would have been. I mean, it still would have been a big deal, uh, especially for her personally, um, but in terms of the... Uh, the viral uh, nature of this situation and quite frankly, her now record that she has in her mugshot and all that other. Yeah. And for a public intoxication, she's probably got a $250 fine. I'm guessing it's something it's probably very simple if she's never been in trouble before. So or something. Yeah. It's not like it's, that's the end of the world, but losing your job and being blasted all over the place is rough. The comment section is is interesting to look through. Mm-hmm. I looked through the comment section a good bit. Got to look through the comment section. Uh, a lot of people were in our camps of recovering uh, alcoholics and addicts that were 
understanding of what she was kind of going through. Mm -hmm. And then you had people that weren't, that were furious about it. Yeah. About how, you know, I can't believe this woman. She should be in jail forever because she could have killed somebody. And I was kind of at the point where I think I commented on some people. I'm like, I get what you're saying. However, I think this woman wasn't, she was a functioning alcoholic. She probably drove every single day and drunk. Yeah. And so. And it's not a justification, obviously, but it's more of a, hey, you know, let's try and look look at this with a little bit more empathy. Um, Was her goal vindict or um malicious no she was in survival mode uh and i yes. can't say that five years ago or 10 years ago or whatever if i'm looking at this video i don't know what my comments would have been what i'm first of all i i would not have taken the time out of my day to rip someone apart on comments uh that's just not what i do however um my thinking around it would have been like dude like what what the hell is your problem versus now after a lot more experience with myself and, and, but also knowing um, people that I really care about that are, that are involved in this and understanding about the disease there, there's just a lot more to it. It's still wrong. It still needs to be punishable. However, I think that a different outlook on it um, and, and, and more empathy and love shown would, would go a long way. And, and also to help other people understand uh, this thing is really shitty. Yeah. And so, here's to hoping that she gets the help she needs. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, I'd be shocked if she wasn't in rehab right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it looks like with the courts and all that, but it could easily be a uh, a requirement for her. Again, first time offender. Eh, probably in, not on public intoxication. You don't think so? It's a slap. Well, wait, but I just meant with the school. I don't know how that works. But but with that said, you know, if her husband is any anything like we uh, speculate, um, it, it would, it would behoove her to, uh, to go somewhere to get help. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'll be the first to say it. Shout out from the rooftops. It, it goes a long way. So yeah, hopefully that's what she's doing. You know, it, it did it. There was no mention of any other family. I don't know if she has kids or anything, but you know, you, you feel bad for her family having to see that. And, uh, so hopefully she's getting the help she needs. And if she is, awesome like you can you can look back on this in a year or two from now if you work on yourself and see it as a blessing and not a i don't know i mean not some trauma that yeah not ruined your life and not not the lowest not the most embarrassing worst thing ever basically i mean not the end of your life but see it as a blessing as jocko willink would say you know hey i'll try I'll try to put okay. the link in the show notes. I just, I don't know how to do that or if I'm allowed to with a YouTube video. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll call YouTube and see what's up. Uh, as Jocko Willink would say, good. You had to bet Jocko Willink. You don't know who that is? No. All right. Well, you need to look him up. He's, uh, he is a very prominent uh, figure in uh, he, you know, veteran and le- just in in terms of leadership and discipline. He's written a lot of books. He's a great speaker. Da 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 da. But um, there's a video. It's about two minutes, and I think you would like this. But he he looks at situations in life, and he says, you know, whatever that may be, you 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 didn't make the team, you got fired from your job, you you royally screwed up. You good. This is a chance to get better. Yep. This is a chance to learn from your mistakes. Might be annoying hearing that, especially in that type of situation, but 
You look at that and you say, good. What do I do now to get my shit together and to move forward and be a better person because of it? What we should try to remember to do is in a year from now, see if we can locate her, contact her, Love see if it. we can get her on. Let's go. Oh, that'd be, that'd be good. I like that. So let's try to think about that. Give her a year. Yeah, we'll give her a year. She she will not be in the mood right now. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. About a year from now, with the assumption that she has, um, you know, taken this and and implemented the necessary steps to to get better, uh, she might be thrilled to talk about it. Especially an opportunity to say, "Listen, this was me, and this is me now." That's awesome. Yep, that's awesome. So, and I like that. Yeah. So. If I remember, I probably won't. No, but. we'll put it in the calendar. I'm going to put it in my calendar. Uh, okay. August of 2024, uh, reach out to Oklahoma woman, get interview. There you go. I like it. And there it is. Simple as that. We'll remember. Yeah. So I enjoyed doing a review again. We need to do more book reviews, video reviews, things like that. If we ever launched a YouTube channel like we've talked about, this would have been perfect to mm. review it while watching it. However, yeah. uh, I don't know how to do that. I'm sure I could figure when it we, out. When we have some more free time, especially as the year comes to a close during the holidays and work isn't so um, frantic as it currently is and taking up a lot of time, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have some more time to uh, advance in a lot of our approaches and, and figure out some of this stuff. So I have no doubt about that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, after, we'll see, football season's here, so, you know. And baseball still going on. We'll figure, we'll get there. And my Reds are are in a playoff chase, so. Anyways, want to thank everybody as always. You got any questions or comments or concerns? You can find us by emailing us at 12 ounces sobriety pod at gmail.com or finding us on Twitter or Instagram or treads at 12 ounces of sobriety podcast. Threads. Threads. And I'm not on there, so I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's all we got. Thank you very much. Oh.